everybody welcome to another amazing episode of astrobytes the astronomy club's podcast i am dwani masand and i'm going to introduce myself for a little bit and then i'm going to pass the mic to my teammates so i'm a first year culinary arts student from vaksha i am probably the only arts student in the entire astronomy club and uh, i've been obsessed with space since i was in second standard and i wanted to be an astronaut and write poems in space for some reason uh, and with me i have salil jesus about whose name i shall be making a lot of puns in this entire podcast <laughs> and i have pratyaksha pathak so salil is a wc member and pratyaksha is a mancom member and i'm going to let them say hi and introduce themselves hi i'm salil uh, as she said salil jesus satish achari i'm from I'm IT Manipal and I'm a first year. Hey guys, I'm Pratyaksha Pathak. I'm the Mancon member supervising these people and I am a second year chemical engineering student. Okay, so now that we have all like established who we all are, I guess we're going to start talking about the topic at hand which is the constellation Perseus and its family constellations like Andromeda, Cassiopeia, etc. So I'm going to ask Salil to sort of introduce the topic to us and then we shall start our discussions about the constellation itself and the myths around it because something very interesting is coming up. So over to you Salil. Okay, so when we think about Perseus or the constellation Perseus, the first thing that comes to mind is always actually the myth because as uh, in Greek mythology Perseus was a very great hero. and he could see had one of the most happy endings in greek mythology as you could take to heroes and also because the line of perseus consisted also of many great heroes like hercules a big name that comes up again yeah exactly because like the story of perseus is such that he gets the fame he gets the girl he gets the pegasus he gets two kingdoms that's like a plus only yeah but like you know in like a typical hero storyline you know but this is a very perfect setting for a bollywood movie don't yeah. you think exactly like you can literally envision yeah. like i say uh, on a flying horse there's some romantic karan johar type song number <laughs> yeah. that's going so la yeah. la 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 <laughs> song going on it's rithik roshan i think rithik roshan is perseus who do you vote for andromeda Alexander Daddario, but she's not Indian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Priyanka Chopra. Yes. Priyanka so Chopra. Katrina Kaif. Yes. Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Ultimate. Uh, I think we should like yeah. reel it Go back on. in and probably talk about the myths related to the myth of Perseus. Okay. So as far as Perseus goes, the mm. greatest hero, as you could say, his father Zeus. he comes up in almost every story for all the people there's no denying that as he has a, a very big family you could say so full of incest yeah because like the entire greek mythological tree is mm. just that one guy and his various children that's literally it all greek heroes are his kids yeah so as far as perseus goes he's the son of uh, zeus and dane she was a princess obviously because zeus goes high class always dane the daughter mm-hmm. of uh, arceus he was oh yes i remember this story there wasn't there a prophecy that the chick's father would be killed by the chick's son 
and that's why he locked him in a room like god six weird ideology this is also a story about zeus yeah, what he like, wants he always gets it so it's like mm. dane was the daughter of king arceus uh, he was mm. the king of argos mm. uh, he always wanted a son like all greek kings he wa- he wanted a son to mm. have his uh, line continued so as every great king he went to the oracle of delphi to get a prophecy and why he couldn't get a son so instead of getting mm. a prophecy of when he'll get a son he got the biggest shock that his daughter's son will kill him and take over his kingdom so to keep dane from getting pregnant as such he imprisoned her in a bronze chamber with an open sky his greatest mistake so zeus as the guy he is and like you can't deny him the girl he wants came in form of a golden shower you could say so and fathered a that son that is the most unrealistic story that was creepy golden shower <laughs> yeah a literal golden shower a golden <laughs> so like many golden shower my god <laughs> but okay give okay like i have to say hats off to zeus because my god the sheer dedication to get some like you will do anything you will shape shift just so that you can get some like bro i need to score and i'm going to do everything in my godly power to do so <laughs> Zeus was also the father of Helen, the one whose face launched the hundred thousand yeah, whatever chips of Troy. Yeah, he was of the Troy. father of Helen of Troy. So yeah, so her mother, how did he seduce his mother? He he came in a form of a swan, and apparently Helen's mother gave birth to two eggs. Out of one egg popped out the mortal sons of her husband. The Helen's mother was married. Out of that popped out two sons who were the mortal one Helen and another boy and one was Castor and Pollux the uh, the Gemini constellation people. Wait, very weird fetishes in Greek times. Yeah, very weird fetishes. I am sorry. <laughs> After the golden showers, didn't her father get angry and he threw them into a box yes, and then threw he... the box into the sea? Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, like first imprisoning, imprisoning wasn't enough. You had to throw your daughter also into the sea with her newborn son. Like he wants to kill them, but he's scared of Zeus <laughs> also. So like his brain works in such a way. So if I if I if I lock them into a box and oh, throw them yeah. into the sea, I didn't kill them. The sea killed them. It's like that. You'd think such great brain power should have been used in other directions in ancient Greece. No, but no, you are just locking up your. daughters and your grandsons in a box and throwing them into the sea yeah and what coincidentally happened was because poseidon the god of sea was zeus's brother he caused the fish to jump into the box so that uh, the mother had some fish to eat very helpful and he brought the box to a nearby yeah, island so that's the thing so like that's how perseus ended up on an island with the guy with the very uh, and the guy Dictiles. with a very weird name isn't that like the scenario in most greek myths that like the the entire scenario for most most greek myths is like somebody goes to the oracle of delphi they find out about some prophecy about their life they try their best to change it but they end up just making it worse and 
the prophecy ends up happening anyways yeah so in the end after perseus got his uh, kingdoms and everything he went back and he killed his grandfather in an accident of all the things like his grandfather got scared that perseus is coming he ran and then perseus didn't try to find him so a few years later in some game perseus was playing discus he threw the discus and because prophecy you know the wind blew a little bit weirdly and it hit an old guy in the face and the old guy died and that old guy yeah, was perseus exactly the prof- the prophecy was going to fulfill itself either way like perseus was destined by the oracle of delphi to be a great hero he was destined that yes he would get pegasus he would get the two kingdoms hmm. he would you know have mortal peril and he would you know succeed and then of course he would kill his grandfather but then like the oracle of delphi i feel is like very central to a lot of greek myths as as much as i have read it's like always it's sort of representing hmm. that uh, moral compass area or something like uh, it it re- basically represents fate right what has to happen will happen yeah exactly that's like a very recurring theme among a lot of the greek myths so basically what happened next was like perseus went he obviously saw that he medusa was like known she was like basically she had snakes for hair and she was apparently cursed by athena for being too beautiful that whoever looks at her in the eye like whoever she looks at will turn to stone and the thing is so perseus uh, yeah. like he saw that like this was something that is like there and she's basically uh, invincible because you have to look at someone to attack them and you have to look in their general mm. direction you can't not look at a person for without attacking them unless like you're blind so then what perseus did he basically looked at medusa's reflection in his shield because loophole and that is how he he did not stare directly at her but he stared at the reflection and that is how he was basically able to sort of wield his sword and like behead her and then like apparently even after mm. medusa had died after he beheaded her her head for the lack of a better term it still worked so like if you point the head at someone the person will turn to stone so it's like some weird torch like system Damn, that's cool yeah it was really cool and uh, the thing was that um, there is actually a similarity between at least in the quest thing there's a similarity between hercules and perseus because in the myth of hercules as well he was sent uh, for like so many of these uh, you know impossible tasks and impossible quests mm. and even perseus was sent on this impossible quest that you know you have to go and vanquish medusa who was like very mm. feared by a lot of people but like alternatively if you actually look at the myth of medusa she was actually raped by poseidon and she was given this punishment by athena who uh, who's who she was a loyal follower of so she this was apparently a punishment but if you look at it from like a modern day perspective it was sort of like safeguarding her against further harm at the hands of men thing was uh, you could say so in this story was because she mm. couldn't punish poseidon mm. she chose to punish yeah. uh, medusa and also because when she died uh, she was mm. pregnant with uh, poseidon's children so uh, as a result perseus cut uh, medusa's head the pegasus yeah. and uh, the creosaur uh, you pegasus, could say yeah. so came out of that part of her neck so in order to cleanse your brain of that visual image people we'll be moving on to the next chapter in the adventure of perseus 
So Perseus was also given a very helpful pair of sandals, the god Hermes, and the shield was even essentially given by Athena. Yeah. So he wore the shoes and he flew with the head of Medusa. So he did that, and obviously, as uh, there has to be like a, you know, lose your way kind of a situation in every single story. Even so he lost his way, landed up in Ethiopia, where. Where a princess was being sacrificed, Andromeda. Yeah. So the, the Andromeda legend start. Uh, so, Mister Jesus, who is here? Yeah, Jesus. To tell us continue. the story of a pagan princess. Okay, so when you think of Andromeda, you think of a woman who boasts about uh, a mother who boasts about basically her uh, daughter's beauty. So. Uh, the same thing yeah. happened here uh, what happened was in mythic uh, mythical ethiopia uh, king uh, cepheus and queen uh, casophia they had a daughter named andromeda and so what happened was queen casophia boasted mm. that her daughter was equal to the beauty of the uh, nereids the attendants of uh, poseidon mm. so obviously like every greek god he got angry how dare you uh compare mm. my attendants to your daughter and how is uh, they are equal in beauty and so he sent a sea serpent mm. after them called uh, uh, cetus to destroy everything in its path so scared now finally scared oh, like shit why did i offend the gods they went to the oracle of amon you could say so here and here the oracle of amon says you have to sacrifice your daughter andromeda to the monster uh she was uh, fast and naked to the rock on the show and they told her until and unless he like you know consumes her uh, the monster won't go so what happened was of course like every hero perseus who was going on his way saw her and he was entranced by her beauty like oh my god this girl is so beautiful so i have to save her and make her mine so what happened was obviously like every hero he jumps in straight away into the fight and defeat cetus and like always after defeating something and uh, to get a prize as such he took andromeda as his wife so oh, after that uh, and andromeda uh, she was also known as the queen of men from that day onwards like you could say so and she followed her hun- husband to argos mm-hmm. back yeah so, so basically every hero here uh, in greek mythology has one thing in common they have to be good looking that's the main uh, criteria of every good hero so there uh, this small tale happened in the iliad you could say so uh, where uh, you know right achilles abandoned uh, the fight and went back home because they took away his prize that was a woman by the way uh, so they took away his prize mm-hmm. so he abandoned the fight so what happened was one of the people in the crowd stood up for uh, achilles but what happened was he was ugly so he was counted as a an anti hero and everybody got offended and they threw him out that's sad oh so basically uh, that's why greek myths these people they wrote such books as such the iliads the odysseys and all stuff mm. to base their daily Odyssey. life on the myths yeah but then that's like the case mm. with all fiction so do you know but there's one more thing we miss out the bollywood style fight that happened at the wedding banquet banquet so what had actually happened was they had a oh beautiful fight yeah so what had happened was that um, 
the greeks had a tradition of having a wedding banquet so the guy and the girl and her parents and everybody who was important to them would sit up at a table and they would break bread together and drink wine that's also jesus's department to do <laughs> yeah that happened but the girl was earlier engaged to another guy whose name was phineas so phineas guy turns up with some of 600 of his supporters to like storm the palace and say ki no this is my wife this was supposed to be my girl kind of situation obviously perseus got angry and then a fight broke out it was very ddlj so obviously first perseus beats up the very ddlj <laughs> oh so my goodness perseus is beating up people and they are dying in comic ways like somebody tripped or slipped <laughs> on the blood on the floor and fell on a spear which went through his groin very painful by the way uh, so like so in the metamorphoses by ovid that entire fight oh my lord is three pages long and he is giving a description for each of the person who has died so that was very very funny and morbid in the same way that's actually really cool i want to read that it's a nice i want to read that not going to lie <laughs> but everything in greek yeah. myths is very exaggerated okay whether it's the good looks as as jesus said by the way jesus christ the good looks the extreme drama that takes place over the smallest of things then misunderstandings are so easy because communication as a concept didn't exist so perseus went back to the kingdom where his mother was the island kingdom and because the king was now like shocked because he was forcing his mother to marry him that day and yeah. perseus turned up and it was essentially a situation where perseus said i pot you the head and the king was like i don't believe you obviously because every villain has to do that in every movie because they're stupid so perseus yells out that whosoever are supporters of mine huh. shut your eyes and obviously who were clever enough they did and then he pulled out the from the back the head of medusa which turned every person including the evil king into stone essentially another fight that had happened so you know stone every single moment there it was is a, a big fight showdown. happening yeah yeah that's a showdown that happened not even Very, a fight that was like yeah. a showdown so so after that he made his uh, i think so he hmm. made the king's brother the person who rescued uh, yeah yeah uh, the fisherman what do you say perseus and uh, dane the uh, the new king and king he, and queen yeah yeah and he and he was also the new yeah, consort for dane yeah he made him king right in his place yeah what like they wait Didn't Perseus get that other the brother who rescued Dene and Perseus like? Yeah. So see what happened was he made uh, Dictus. His name was the yeah, fisherman who saved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right. the brother of the king Poly uh, Polydectus. I think so. That's his name. Him. He yeah. made uh, Dictus the fisherman the king. And by oh, the time okay, he yeah, was yeah, already yeah. A, a consort for Dene, Dict- oh, uh, Dictus the they fisherman. They were an item together. yeah they already like, like they had a thing they were an item already so yeah. obviously by that <laughs> they were an item, item yeah. yes so obviously andromeda was there perseus had his pegasus the shoes and the shield he did the correct thing that greek heroes always do 
made a temple to the gods prayed there then he went after his grandfather who ran away obviously because Perseus is coming the guy took him he's coming and he's a hero and then he ran and then obviously ha and he then that disgusting happened a few years later Perseus accidentally hit his own grandfather while playing discus at at the um olympic games that were happening at that point of time so obviously a lot of characters in this mythology were turned into constellations obviously there was cetus the monster cassiopeia his uh, andromeda's mother yeah and cepheus the father andromeda's father see that's the thing like uh, if you talk about especially like we mm-hmm. all know that in various cultures there's like a huge uh, significance that constellations have and the fact that these constellations are named after the scientists that decided to name these constellations whoever was, it was that they decided to name them after these that was plato in the ancient greece ha huh, plato i think like consider him a scientist to be honest you know the fun fact is uh, the for, for mm. which prophecy mm. the king uh, dene's father uh, wanted to kill uh, perseus perseus uh, gave up uh, rights Why? to that uh, kingdom having killed his grandfather he felt guilty could say so he so he gave it to a son of proteus who could say so isn't he too goody to shoes like nobody is this perfect yeah. that is how greek always portray the heroes you know they want them to be heroic they want them to be smart handsome they want them to be good tragic is yeah. very important they love tragedy greek love the tragedy obviously because we want to push this a bit further So Perseus and Andromeda lived happily ever after. They this was the Bollywood ka ending. This is the only good story you could say so yeah, in uh, yeah. all of Greek mythology where the hero got a good ending. No, it was kind of boring, man. I mean, if you start reading all the other Greek myths, they are like wild rides. It's like Ekta Kapoor into 100 but Greek. So Please stop <laughs> that meme. <laughs> so I mean, it makes sense, right? So This is very plain yeah, in comparison. That's accurate. Yeah, Pratyaksha, continue. Now you were talking. Ki. But yeah, so this is the Bollywood Ekta Kapoor ending. So a few generations down the line, there is another descendant of Perseus who is very, very, very famous and had a very, very, very tragic life. Hercules. Oh my God. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the seven seven tasks there yeah eight tasks seven tasks right they were called the 12, 12 labors of arch 12 12 no they were seven there were actually 13 where the hydra wasn't counted because he had a friend helping him not a friend his own nephew helped them to do the task so his cousin the evil guy decided that it wasn't valid how is that not valid he killed like this very weird creature that keeps spawning again Okay okay so to get to that point why was it so weird we had earlier discussed how hercules was born because he was uh, impersonated a clemmy's uh, husband yeah so what had happened was hera was very angry a clemmy and uh, a clemmy's husband had a brother so these two people whosoever son would be with the elder one would de- be declared the king Yeah. So what Hera did was she forced her uh, Achilles to have um intense labor that would eventually delay the birth of Hercules. 
because uh, so what happened was that Hercules was born as the younger cousin and the older cousin was very evil in a very bad yeah. way became the older one who inherited the kingdom and hera was was in this in the entire tale of hercules hera was portrayed as like the the villainous character yeah because like she had it out against hercules because he was like proof of uh zeus's uh infidelity infidelity yeah you know like uh, yeah. type of those uh, evil evil godmother stuff like that yeah so she was like so if we were basically look into the mythology she's the uh, one responsible of giving hercules his great strength yeah What? That's also true. So what happened was uh, in this story, if you basically see, uh, Hera is responsible of giving uh, Hercules his great strength and making him the greatest demigod. Yeah, indirectly, definitely. No, the, there's a very no, direct no. this also because uh, she, you could say, breastfed him. So like understood. Yeah, makes sense actually. So what happened was, uh, Aklimi, mm. she was scared of Hera. Yeah. So what happened was she abandoned uh, Hercules mm. in the forest. Very sensible thing. Miraculously, to do. Athena came. Yeah. So what happened was Athena came and she found a abandoned baby uh, Hercules. So she took him to Olympus and because he was a baby and she tricked uh, Hera into like uh, breastfeeding. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Hercules. Mm. Yeah. So Hercules. Yeah. So what happened was uh, he in this story also is like what happened was uh, once uh, she Hera got tricked obviously mm-hmm. and she breastfed uh, mm-hmm. Hercules but what happened was Hercules bit too hard and uh, milk spewed out and uh, the milky way was formed yeah really? the greeks were very weird they were very weird the milky yeah. way so that's how the milky yeah, was formed so my friends breast milk yeah <laughs> That's yeah. Why it's milky uh, way. This podcast is just like opening my eyes about a lot of things. <laughs> okay, so continuing on, so obviously Hercules um, had his bouts of strength and everything. So he was a well-known person. He Hera actually caused Hercules to go crazy for a period of time to kill his first wife and two kids. So he was obviously very haunted by that. And yeah. he went to a oracle of some place, and the oracle told him basically that um, he would have to uh, do twelve tasks for his cousin, and uh, only when he does that task will the cousin forgive him. Because you know the kings at that time were like pope, like okay, you are feeling sorry, I'll forgive you, then you are absolved of murder, kind of a situation. Yeah, that kind of thing. That kind of a thing. So that is how he did the twelve labors. Modern day community service. That is how he came around to do the twelve labors. It was like community service. No, wait. The version of the myth that I read was uh, that he had to do the twelve labors because his cousin was like supremely jealous of him, and he wanted him out of the way. So he kept giving him every. He kept giving yeah, him yeah. tasks so, like uh, more and more difficult tasks so that he could this be out, say, away was, from the kingdom. Yeah, so Hera obviously told the cousin that obviously told the cousin that this is a great chance for you to ho- off Hercules. 
so you keep on giving him difficult difficult tasks so that you you can keep your kingdom and everything aira is doing her evil step mother fairy godmother stuff she is like a very evil fairy godmother here like if you see the greatest thing you could associate with hercules at the start only uh, like it's shown mm-hmm. from his birth like uh, strangling snake. he strangled a yeah. snake when he was a baby yeah. so it was portrayed like that that he'll always be a great hero he was mm-hmm. born to be a great But- hero tragedy is a huge part of his life as well do you think he he lost his um, child and two wife then he got his new wife dendra he got his new wife and once they were crossing a river where a centaur kidnapped hercules's wife obviously hercules killed the centaur but in his dying breath the centaur told the wife, uh, young wife to collect his blood tricked her into thinking that it would be a love potion whereas it uh, the centaur blood is obviously a poison a poison which is so strong that it will peel your skin off so obviously she was scared because um, it's hercules son of zeus he is obviously going to be like his father so what had happened was hercules conquered yeah. a kingdom and he brought back the princess to become a priestess but uh, his wife thought that he was having an affair with her so she gave him his armor which was laced with the poison and as soon as he wore it he died a very painful death because his skin was peeling off he couldn't take off his armor and uh, he died essentially in a very tragic um, horrifying horror movie kind of a way yes that's very dark that's very very that dark that is actually very dark oh my god the level of darkness <laughs> <laughs> the no. level of drama and the tragedy because greeks always love the tragedy is always very high hmm. in this so when he died um, zeus yeah he got turned into a constellation as well as a god like you know yeah and he was given a wife again by zeus his own half sister oh god yeah yeah Didn't know what that. What is going on? Oh my god. What is with Zeus and incest? Like can the dude not rest? I think like I think we have like discussed everything as much as we can because I am very very traumatized and confused by Greek mythology as of now, especially Zeus. Uh we I am glad that we touched upon the topics of Perseus, of Andromeda, the surrounding myths how the constellations are related to the myths their origins we also touched upon the subject of hercules because mm-hmm. he's a descendant of perseus and also a very prominent greek hero and constellation i think that uh, do you guys want to make like any finishing statements before we sort of end this podcast i'm completely confused of you know greek family trees so that's the only thing that has led me and also like it also has shown me how greeks portrayed their heroes mm. how you had to be a, a connected to god or you need to be yeah. you you need you needed like your father had to be a god or you your father had to be a hero mm. so that's how basically you became a hero you basically inherited the job of a hero and you had to be handsome that's obviously nepotism sorry <laughs> yeah nepotism yeah what about you pratyaksha it's very fun to discuss uh, greek myths and the constellations and stuff obviously it was also very um, fun to discuss uh, pagan mythology with jesus christ so yeah <laughs> this is a very fun session that we had guys 
obviously we are going to come up with more interesting stuff Yeah. definitely and uh, as for me uh, well i was equal parts amazed and traumatized because greek mythology in general is like a very fascinating subject it's very twisted and mostly it's just zeus having children with various people but like it's very interesting mm-hmm. as a subject and i'm just glad we get to link that with astronomy because like these two subjects sort of even though they are miles apart they sort of go mm-hmm. hand in hand because like you know constellations yeah. are named after them and i think with that we should wrap up this podcast uh i hope everybody listening had a great time as much as we did i hope you enjoyed i hope you got to learn something new and i hope we get to uh sort of present another episode of astrobytes to you very very soon so thank you so much and bye 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 guys. Bye guys.